What up, world? It's your man Rondo. Rondo! Back in effect. One time, one time for the West Side's favorite podcast, 773. What up, though? And of course, I'm in the treehouse kicking it like I always do with a backwood full of that pressure. And we about to get ready to talk that shit, y'all. Again, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. I want to ask that y'all like and subscribe and share our shit. Shorty, we out here trying to do big things. And we uh, we making a lot of traction for real, though. So, with that being said, I just want to go ahead and, uh, you know, keep y'all in tune with everything that's happened. Of course, Andy Man is still in full effect. PJ is still on deck. Uh, it's a lot of shit going on the past year, year and a half, you know, uh, people making moves and, uh, getting their life set in order, trying to, you know, with the shutdown, motherfuckers couldn't do much. So when things opened up, we started taking advantage of everything that we possibly could. I told the guys that, uh, until we're able to get everything back, you know, how it was, cause y'all know we was pumping out shit uh, every week. If we can't do it every week, we're going to at least drop something every two weeks. And I ain't going to even cat with y'all cats. Uh, I got sat down. I had the flu. Shit had a nigga on tilt. Like, I couldn't do anything <coughs> last week. And I'm better now. Um, so, this episode is just going to be me. I'm doing something a little different today. Uh, well, we're not... Uh, deferring from the fucking program i'm still talking wrestling shit and um we talking about some shit that i i really wish i didn't have to talk about but it's what's happening right now and it's the wwe draft i don't understand it like originally i assumed it was you know so each brand experiences the superstars but the old format works just fine to me you just put wrestlers in a meaningful story and you let the stories play out what happened was my opinion let me move the mic one time I know it's gonna I know that probably makes some noise I apologize but they um, fuck around and hired way too many wrestlers and now everybody can't get no tick so when the brand split first happened it was in order my opinion again so everyone can get some type of TV time and that's not working Cause you still have certain wrestlers that get no show that get no shine and that shit is crazy at this point my opinion wwe is fucking up horribly i'm not even sure who's in charge anymore i'm not even sure if it's about wrestling at this point like it seems just to be all like move money moves and maneuvers to to set up something that's bigger than than we can ever even fucking understand. But 
I digress. So let me go ahead and start rattling off the new picks for Raw. So as of now, Monday Night Raw has the following wrestlers. This uh, roster will be effective starting October 22nd, Crown Jewel. Uh, following Crown Jewel, I apologize. So these rosters would take effect after Crown Jewel. Following wrestlers, sorry about that. The following wrestlers are on Monday Night Raw. By the way, I'm smoking on some truffles. This shit got me half baked for real though. I right. we got the phenomenal AJ Styles, Akira Tozawa, Alexa Bliss, Angelo Dawkins. One half of the uh, prime, not prime time. Jesus Christ, you know who it is. Paulo Cruz, Austin Theory, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Big E, the WWE Champion, Bobby Lashley, Carmella, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Commander Aziz, Damian Priest, I believe he's still the United States Champion, Dana Brooks, Dolph Ziggler, Dominic Mysterio, Dewdrop, horrible name they they, they should have left her at Piper uh at Piper Piper Nevins definitely was my that was my dog when she was uh uh in the in the women's battle royale definitely had her Drake Maverick <laughs> Edge Finn Balor Gable Stevenson that was the uh if I'm not mistaken the Olympic wrestler who won gold this this past Olympics he just signed a contract Jackson Riker, John Morrison, Karrion Cross, Keith Bearcat Lee. Still don't know how I feel about that, but that's the thing. Bearcat. Keith Bearcat Lee. Alright. So Kevin Owens, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Montez Ford, MVP, Nia Jax, Nikki Ash, Almost, Otis, R Truth, Randy Orton, Reggie. Robert Rue, Riddle, Rhea Ripley, Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Shelton Benjamin, T-Bar, Tamina, Tegan Knox, The Miz, Veer, and Zelina Vega. That's the new lineup for Monday Night Raw. So from the looks of it, we got Big E as your WWE champion, world champion. Damian Priest got the United States title. <clears throat> Becky Lynch is on deck with the SmackDown Women's title. I feel like that's going to be some type of Fugazi maneuver that they pull. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Because Charlotte's the champ. And Charlotte's on SmackDown. And I hope they don't do a fucking belt switch. I hope they come a little more creative than that. Um, Yeah, but Raw looking pretty stacked. Now... Let's go ahead and move over one time and introduce all the wrestlers that's left that they have on SmackDown. SmackDown lineup is as follows. Friday Night SmackDown takes effect also after Crown Jewel. They have the new signee Aaliyah, Angel Garza, Adonis, B-Fab, Cesaro, Charlotte Flair, Drew Gulak, Drew McIntyre, Eric, 
Happy Corbin, Umberto Guerrero, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ivar, Jeff Hardy, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Gender, King Nakamura, Kofi Kingston, Mace, Madcap Moss, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, Naomi, Natalia, Rick Boogs, Ricochet, Ridge Hollins, Roman Reigns, he's the uh, Universal Champ, Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Shanky, Shayna Baszler, Sheamus, Shotzi, Tony Storm, Top Dollar, Xavier Woods, and Zia Lee. Now, SmackDown, they have some heat. And I'm definitely going to have to like go back and forth to see who has what. But it seems to me that Raw might have pulled a fast one on SmackDown. Like, SmackDown, in my opinion, also has a lot more pull because they're Fox. If Fox wants something, they pay, what was it, like 10 bill, 10 mil? They pay something stupid. I forget the number. It was a, y'all know if you're listening. So if Fox wants something to happen, they're going to get it to happen. That's how they got the Hell in a Cell match. The first Hell in a Cell match in however long or if ever on SmackDown. Pissed Raw off so bad that that following Monday, WWE had to do a Hell in a Cell match on Raw to appease the big wigs over there. But here, SmackDown has Charlotte Flair as your women's champ. You got, uh, I believe, King Nakamura, still the Intercontinental Champion. And you got Roman Reigns and the Usos. I believe they're the uh, Universal and Tag Team Champions, respectively. Uh, The Raw Tag Team Champs, geez, I'm drawing a blank. Uh... can't remember who the matter of fact what we're gonna do is we're gonna i'm gonna look it up real quick f the bs because i should who are the wwe raw tag team champions yeah i know that who's the current champions oh yeah rko and riddle so we know they're on Raw. I don't know how I forgot that part. But yeah. So uh, Raw definitely has some heat. Especially compared to like what, what I think Raw has. But Raw also has that uh, wild card, which is Brock Lesnar. And at any given moment, you know, now that we know he's back floating around, it can definitely be a problem. But, for instance, Raw, we're going to get into all types of shit. Um, we're going to talk about dream matches. Like, now that the draft is taking place, matches that we wanted to see, hopefully we can get those going. Uh, who had the best call-up? There were a few NXT stars who were called up to the main roster. We're going to talk about who I think has the best potential after being called up. Um, 
I also got to touch on the fact that the WWE, I honestly feel like they're finna fucking ruin the New Day, man. I feel like they're trying and they're chipping away. And it's like, y'all know how difficult it is for them to keep tag teams together. Like, the New Day. And let me say this. I am so happy I am so honored. I am so proud to be have been around to witness the history that the New Day established in professional wrestling slash entertainment. If I would have had role models like them coming up, I would have definitely been able to like you. You grow up wanting to do this, and what, like they would have. Growing up seeing people that look like me doing what I had a love for, I probably could have turned that love into a passion. But, uh, yeah, not to be sitting there holding, but I appreciate what they're doing, what they did for the industry, what, like, the comedic, the, the actual effort they put into the wrestling, the stories, the fact that they're able to uh, uh, do their thing and they don't have to go by a script that management gives them the trust factor that they have I feel like they're I feel like WWE is just trying to find a reason to break them up like you had them all on Raw and I knew he was going to do that dumb shit and move Kofi and 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 uh, Woods over and it's like why why won't like let them all be together and experience this championship but yeah i'm gonna definitely complain about that shit because i don't want it to happen and then we're gonna talk about who we think is about to get the best push now that the roster's been scrambled up and i'm definitely gonna have to touch on what the fuck are they doing to the women's division the one thing that's been tripping me out like if you bring a Sonya Deville back that's cool don't have her as a fucking commissioner no disrespect but it's one or the other I don't even like her as a commissioner like the faces the fucking delivery like just let her get back in the ring and fight I don't know if she had to be cleared or what I know she dealt with some things like a couple years back hopefully everything is better now she's good but that whole storyline they got going with Naomi like I'm, I'm 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 hoping the payoff is huge because the shit just it, it comes off kind of disgusting in my opinion. It's just it's just weird, not in a good way either. But yeah, that being said, your boy about to go ahead take a break real quick. What up, world? It's your boy Rondo, one part of the flyest podcast around right now, 773. And we just wanted to thank y'all for the follows and the support and the views. Like, that's love right there. We truly appreciate it. And I'm just here to encourage y'all to stay locked in. We got a hell of a lot more content on the way. We got more stuff with sports. We're going to touch on the NBA and NFL a lot more. We also got wrestling things on deck, ready to go. All we need is the time to line up right. So we got the sports on deck, we got wrestling on deck, and we also gonna be touching on everyday life topics. 
podcast is expanding, y'all. It's a real movement. So, fuck with your boys. Stay on deck with us. We got you. Later on. And we back. Yeah, yeah. So, as y'all know, this is the WWE Draft Sucks recap. We in this motherfucker talking about the moves that they made during the draft, what wrestlers went where. And uh, first thing we finna jump into, I want to talk about the potential matches now that can take place that the draft has happened. Let me get my light up. Put this truffles back in the air. So, now, we're going to start with Raw. Now, just looking at the roster, let me count them out loud. We got, we got Alexa, we got Becky, we got Bianca, we got Carmella, we got Dana, we got Dewdrop, we got Liv, we got Mia Yum. We got Nia Jax, we got Nikki Ash, we got Rhea Ripley, Tamina, Tegan Knox, and Selena Vega. It's 14 females on that roster. That's a good fucking roster, man. That's a nice fucking roster. Like, you can actually do some things with these with these wrestlers here like outside of Becky who's the champ you can maneuver and move people around people can get pushes in here I'm hoping Mia Yim gets some shine I understand the whole Nikki ass situation but um I would like to see other wrestlers get opportunities like I hope they're not just gonna try to job Tamina out I hate when they do her like that And it's not because I got a crush on her, even though I do. I just hate that they don't give her time. Like, she's a fucking daughter of a superstar. If y'all going to acknowledge her about that part, then do or don't. But don't fucking have her dropping her out. She part of the bloodline. Why she ain't getting no play in the bloodline? She could be the female and she could wreak fucking havoc on the female division. Man, I, I need to be a writer over there. Um, the one thing that I am excited about with Raw is that these jokers done brought back the hurt business, baby. You got Bobby Lashley, you got MVP running the ship, you got Shelton Benjamin, and of course, you got my man Cedric A who don't know how to talk on a mic but is a hell of a wrestler I'm just talking I'm just playing it Cedric always sounds super excited and professional I love his energy <clears throat> now obviously they are gonna do a Big E and Bobby Lashley story but who is Big E's backup you just had the New Day there and then y'all moved Kofi and Woods for what I do not know <laughs> Cause I done seen him, I done seen 
Woods and Kofi against the Usos way too much. <coughs> Apologize for that. But yeah. So now Big E is in a storyline against the Hurt Business. And I, I don't want them using uh, Big E as a fucking transitional champion either. Big E fought and deserved this fucking opportunity. That man has put his blood, sweat, and tears in. I've heard the stories because I'm not just a watcher. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm an avid wrestling fan. So when I know that when Big E decided to start wrestling, he came straight from football and had no real wrestling background. And to hear his his peers and other wrestlers in the business talk about how quickly he picked up, how much of a natural he seemed, how how he got better every year, and he would look for for reasons to be critiqued and and, and want to know how he can get better. Like to hear that that's the route he took and it paid off, like. He deserves this. You saw the pop he got when he won the title, man. He doesn't need to be a transitional champ by any means. Um, you got AJ and Omos. They in the mix for the tag team titles uh, at any given time against RKO and Riddle. You know, that shit is just always on deck. Um, you also got... I call them the Plastic Cup Boys because I always forget their name. But you got Dawkins and you got my man Montez Ford. You also got Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. The tag team division is stacked over here too. So it's some stuff you can do. You got I know they got the dude Gable Stevenson. Um, hopefully they do some type of Olympic situation with him. You got John Morrison uh, beefing with the Miz. It's, it's, it's a lot of matchups. Damian Priest could go up against the Miz. It's a lot of maneuvers that Raw can do. I'm not mad about the, the decisions that they made. Now, the thing that is troublesome to me is SmackDown. You remember the list I read off? SmackDown does not have as many competitors at all. I'm not sure, like, the actual number in comparison. I count after the next break, and I'll let y'all know the number on that. But there are, what, four, maybe five wrestlers on SmackDown roster roster that's in hit row. Like, so I, I hope they don't plan on breaking them up. I don't... It seems like the SmackDown storyline is going to continue to revolve around the Usos and Roman and Brock Lesnar at this point it seems like they just have a bunch of like I'm not trying to be disrespectful but filler matches like if you look at this roster it's a bunch of wrestlers who recently have been losing it losing or getting jobbed out Cesaro's got a wave Drew McIntyre Drew Gulak Corbin's picking up a wave but we know you know Umberto Carrillo I don't know you got uh, Jeff Hardy 
Jinder Mahal, Mace, Mansoor, Ivar, Naomi, Sami Zayn. Like, it's a lot of wrestlers on this list who've just recently been losing. <laughs> then you got the two, um, is it Shotzi and Zia Lee that just came up? Those two were from NXT. Eric and Ivar, they're a tag team. Gender, Shanky, and um, I, 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 I think the other guy is on SmackDown. I mean, on Raw, but I might be wrong. But yeah, it's like SmackDown's roster isn't as spread out or separated as you would think. It's a, it's kind of confusing. I don't know how they're going to maneuver. Um, far as picks, like moves, SmackDown definitely did some shit when they grabbed Hit Row. So, uh, I know earlier I was saying I hope they don't break them up. I, I don't think that's the move. Cause hit, hit, hit Row's got a wave right now. And their best bet is, would be to ride that joint pause. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, Vince took over control of NXT again. I'm still not completely sure to break down how or why that happened. That's why the uh, NXT 2.0 is a thing now. They said they were going for uh, live or more, you know, wrestlers. Like, I guess they're really going to turn NXT into some sort of, like, pre-show development wrestling league. Like, they're bringing in actual wrestlers who wanted to wrestle. I mean, who wanted to wrestle, who look like wrestlers. Like, they definitely switching up the format. But far as the best moves hit row definitely was a move um you knew jimmy and jay was gonna stay with big oos they weren't gonna leave him i like Shayna baszler like i would like to see some shake up in the women's division that's for sure they have Aaliyah, charlotte flair naomi natalia Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shati, Tony Storm, and Zia. That's nine. Really seven, because two of them are tag team partners, unless you break them up. So I'm not sure what the whole maneuver is with that. Like SmackDown to me seemed like they took the L in the whole draft. But I believe that happened because they're gonna they're gonna uh, ride this oose wave as far as they can like you know they setting up the Brock and Roman and I'm thinking the payout's gonna be Wrestlemania so we got a good 8 months of this now which isn't too bad but as long as the story doesn't get stale we'll be okay yeah uh, between the two rosters uh, I would definitely say Austin Theory for Monday Night Raw is their best call up and Hit Row is definitely SmackDown. My, yeah, so 
that's what I'm, 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 I'm fucking with that. As long as they, they know what they're doing, and they allow Hit Row to continue to do their thing, WWE has a fucking problem where they, they call wrestlers up and they want to change their gimmick or change what had them popular in NXT, and I don't understand that. They did it to uh, uh, Karrion Cross. They did it to Keith Lee, who is now Keith Bearcat Lee. He can't even wear the clothes he wants to wear because Vince is fat shaming people. But we already knew that, though. Vince made them female wrestlers get breast implants just in order to get the shine. Like, if you ain't coming in physically strapped, like, Vince is not going to see you as a box office. That's why Shayna got that push for the time she did, because she's a scrappy fighter. She's a brawler. She's an actual MMA uh, fighter. But she don't look the part that Vince looks for. Think about it. Maybe they differentiate in size, but most of them females outside of the blonde or brunette hair shape and built the same. And ain't nothing wrong with that, but Vince, it, it, the times have changed, and, and somebody gonna call his ass out on it, unless they signing non-disclosures over there, which I don't know. But with that being said, your boy gonna finish this truffle, and then when we come back, I'm jumping into why WWE is about to fuck up the new day. And I don't know if it's going to pay off. I got a couple of theories. And I'm hoping that the guys continue to fight and stick together because New Day is the one thing that keeps me going back to WWE. Because you know it's a shift happening. And 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 right now, my guys might be lifers, and that's cool. But they have a lot of they have a lot of monetary uh, endeavors tied into WWE, especially my boy Woods. Shout out to the New Day and Woods and their podcast. You know I rock with it the long way. Been doing it for a long time. Um, yeah. So when I get back, we're going to talk about how WWE is about to fuck up the best thing they ever had. Later on. Uh-huh. Right back again. Thank y'all for staying tuned in. Damn, I be rhyming and don't even be trying. Damn, I think I did it again. All I do is win. Holy shit. Alright, back to the matter at hand. So we doing the WWE recap. I thought the shit rephrasing. I think that the draft is trash. I don't even want to do this episode. Like I shit you not. And I know Andy, like, you know what I'm saying? It got to get done. So I'll do it. But he knows I hate the draft. I- I'm not sure his sentiments about it, but I feel like they just need to let all the wrestlers go. It ain't like all the wrestlers that's getting drafted and separated are all getting time to shine. That's what it was meant for. And that's not what's happening. We can tell by the draft roster that SmackDown took. The majority of SmackDown is going to be ran behind a handful of wrestlers. 
and whatever gets popping and gets hot that Fox wants them to pay attention to because it seems like no one in the writer's room or the production has anything any faith in anything else outside of Roman and the Usos and most of their shit is like them you know what I'm saying they're living real life and they shit that's what make the wrestling stories real when they play on the wrestlers real situations when they allow these wrestlers to do them now next thing the thing that I'm most passionate about when it comes to this WWE shit the new day we had Kofi Kingston as champion last year. Oh, it might have been your fucking remember. It, it was a wild ride. And now we got Big E. They need to let my boys get them titles again. Let them stretch out their tag team history. You let Woods win the King of the Ring. Because that's a thing again. And I love the King of the Ring. Like... If they use the draft properly with the King of the Ring on deck, everyone would at least get some opportunity to shine in some shit. You know what I'm saying? They did the females bogus in the qualifier. I'm not going to cap. That shit was disrespectful. Roman's entrance was longer than Carmella's match. And you know what I'm saying? That shit's crazy. It was longer than um, Zelina's match also. I don't know if they were the same match, but it was two women matches. The t- truffles got me lit. It was two women's matches. To combine, I think the matches were like three minutes and 40-something seconds, under four minutes. Roman's entrance, they said, was longer than that. That's fucking banana. But you got Biggie on Raw. You got Kofi and Woods on SmackDown. You got Biggie with the title. You got the King of the Ring tournament about to take place. If you're unfamiliar with the setup of the King of the Ring, it's basically like any other tournament situation. They pair up individuals. Uh, I'm not sure of the number. It, there's enough wrestlers where they could have done, uh, pardon me, without the draft, you probably could have had 32. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I take, yeah. You, you, you could have had 32 guys. I'm not, uh, and uh, what are it, 10 girls? I don't know. I'm not sure the breakdown of the number, but it's any, it's, it's typical tournament format. And I got Xavier Woods winning. Uh, truthfully speaking, he called it maybe like two, three years ago. And he said that if it came back, he wanted to win it. I believe he has the charisma. I believe he has the tenacity. Tenacity. I apologize. I'm over here stuck. Not to mention, he's up next. He's on deck. He had to sit down for what, nine, ten months with that injury while Kofi won, and he had to watch his boys go hold it down without him. The terrifying thought of the breakup the thought of Kofi and Big E developing a chemistry that would be unmatched that's my Big E impression 
<laughs> but yeah, I see Woods sneaking through and winning this joint, man. Like not just getting to the finals. I'm talking about winning. But then there's a downside. Because it's not like the new day will be together when he wins. It'll be Kofi and Woods. And most of the time, after WWE crowns a king of the ring, that guy turns heel. And if my creative memory plays out correctly, I'm going to tell you what I think will happen, what I think could happen. This is one of the theories. Woods wins the king of the ring. He begins to get his, we'll call it a King Booker on. So now he's King Xavier. Or King Woods. Which I don't know what sounds better. King Woods. King Xavier. We'll say King Woods. But now King Woods is on his high sedity you dig, you know what I'm saying? And he kinda treating Kofi funny and kinda like swerving Kof and uh Maybe even they bring in Big E to try to, like, you know, balance, you know, bring energy back. But Woods, it's his nose is too high up in the air. He's too high and mighty about it. Not to mention, E, I'm now in position to take your title if I want it. And some type of dissension happens and... Either he turns heel and it fails, or he turns heel, someone turns with him, and now the new day are heels. <laughs> and Xavier's a champ. And I can see Kofi being persuaded because he was already the champ. And most importantly, Kofi Kingston wants to turn heel so he can cuss children out so bad. It is hilarious. Oh my god, it's the funniest shit ever. Like, I've heard them talk about it on their podcast. Kofi wants to cuss out kids. Put it on a shirt, Drew. Kofi wants to cuss out kids. Kofi wants to cuss out kids. That's the t-shirt. But I know this to be true. They had them, they had the squad on Raw. I don't know why they wouldn't have just left them there. And I don't want to hear that shit about no matchup because I done seen the Usos versus the New Day till my eyes bled. You should have let them run amok with Big E as the champ. Yeah, Big E was doing a solo thing on SmackDown. That's how he got put in position. But. just don't want them to break up second scenario Big E's on Raw he's the champ he starts pulling hellish tactics to keep his title or Woods wins as brotherly love up until it comes time for the match and Big E you know if he's still champion Lord willing that he will be 
pull some hill maneuvers to retain a title. I mean, if you're not going to keep them together, it only seems like they're going to separate. It seems like they're plotting, they're planning, they're testing a separate situation thing. And with Big E as champ right now on Raw, with Kofi being established as a legend, as a Hall of Famer, as a former champion, Kofi Mania, that's, that's everybody don't get that. It only seems fitting that with Woods being back healthy, he's up next. The King of the Ring is something that he wanted. It seems only inevitable that Woods wins this King of the Ring and somebody goes hill. Last scenario. Big E pulls some maneuver to get, like, I need him to be able to float. I need him to be a champ that moves around. Because I wanted to see the bloodline versus the New Day. That would have been some shit. But. I, I, I just, I can't, I can't see Woods facing Roman for the title and surviving that. I would love to see that. But see, Roman, Roman's the heel, but Roman's over. Roman versus Woods for the title would be a barn burner. And you bring the New Day in to back him up against the Usos, man, that shit sound like money to me. And then you have the Usos pull fucked up moves trying to help Roman retain, but then you got the New Day that a block and counter. And then you got Big E coming in and hit Roman with the big ending. Kofi hit a nigga with the trouble in paradise. Woods for the pin and the win. I can only dream. But it just seems like inevitably the New Day are going to be separated and I, I I don't want that to happen. I'm a New Day fanatic. I got more New Day shirts than any wrestling shirt. I had the box of bootios. I still have them. I slowly eat them. Yes, they're a little stale. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you feel me? I, they were the first podcast that I subscribed to when I started listening to podcasts. The first podcast I ever heard was the TV tournament podcast they inspired me to do it when I started back watching wrestling like 2016 no no 2015 cause that's when I got the network and I went back they were the first wrestling tag team that I started following I remember the vignettes before they debuted live, like when they came out live. So, yeah, I don't mean to sound too biased, but at the same time, the New Day made history. They've held the tag team titles for a crazy amount of time. Like, historically, I believe it's 10 times, if I'm not mistaken. Not to mention they've given hope to a whole class of children a whole community of kids who would not have believed 
that being this skin color and wrestling was a possibility. So not only do I salute you, fingers back so far they touching your wrist, you feel me? I thank you. And I want you to know that you are appreciated on this side. We mean that. Uh, yeah. You can hear the sincerity in my voice. Please don't break up the new day. Oh, God. Oh, God. Please don't break up. <sighs> anyway. All right. Now, we're going to get ready and end this segment. When we come back, I'm going to talk about who got a push on the way. What's happening with the women's division? It's, it's, it's looking grim, man. It really needs to look up. It's an unbalanced situation, and I don't know like if it's even going to get corrected. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead, get me something going, probably find my lighter and put the rest of this truffles in there. We're going to finish this up real nice and neat. Right back, y'all. And we back. What out, folks? So now, I'm about to go ahead and get into the lower tier of the situation. Who about to get a push? Now, if I'm not mistaken, according to my uh, remembrance, if I'm remembering correctly, Oh, I apologize for that. Nakamura has the Intercontinental title. Uh, Roman's got the Universal. Uh, Uso's got the tag titles on SmackDown. Damian Priest is the United States champ. Big E's the champ. Charlotte's the Raw champ. Becky's the SmackDown champ. And then you got RK Bro as the tag team champions. So starting on Raw, just um, just from looking at the roster, maybe thinking about some uh, some momentum some of the wrestlers have had. Uh, I think AJ and Omos are going to be okay. I think something is definitely in the works with the Hurt business. I can't call it right now, and I I, I like Bobby as. A heel champ, but I don't want him to take the title from Big E. Um, Damian Priest definitely is gonna keep his momentum going. I like that. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Shelton and Cedric as champs again, tag team champs. That was nice. I like MVP in that managerial role, pulling the strings, mouthpiece for the squad. Like he, he's good at that. Uh. I think they're going to push Keith Lee as a heel. I, I honestly do believe that. Um, they were trying to match him up with a manager, to be completely honest. They were trying, when they were going to bring Adam Cole up, they were going to have him cut his hair to change his look. And they wanted to have him come in as Keith Lee's manager. 
Like, they were going to change up the whole Adam Cole situation. Like, again, showing that WWE just has no idea what to do with the talent they have. As far as the female competitors, uh, that's a tight-knit situation. Um, I, 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 I don't know who the female tag champs are. I forget. Oh, I think it's the Blackhearts. I might be wrong about that, but I think so. But with Becky and uh, Bianca, like it's, it's really no room for anybody else up at the top the way that they play it. You got a lot of wrestlers here. That, like Liv, I believe Liv might be getting a push. I'm not sure. But then you look and you see Dana. You see uh, uh, Dewdrop could be in, in line for a push. Zelina. They signed her for what? Like it seemed like they just was shitting on her week after week. So I'm not I'm not completely sure. Then you look over to Friday Night SmackDown. According to the roster, and I can only go by this, I think Woods is online for a push. I already mentioned that in the last segment. Definitely believe. I definitely believe that Woods is on deck. Like I'm calling it now, and I'm, I'm fingers crossed that I'm fucking right. Cesaro's been on top of his shit. Happy Corbin's getting a push, um, which is hilarious to me. That whole little gimmick is nice. And Hit Row definitely, definitely got to be in line to kick ass, man. They got to they gotta rattle some cages. I think that's the maneuver. And then you look at the women's lineup. You got... Sasha and Charlotte at the top. You got the new signee, Aaliyah. You got uh, the tag team champs, if I'm not mistaken. Forgive me if I'm wrong. You got Tony Storm. You got Shayna Baszler. Uh, you got Natalia. Naomi's back now. So she's a former champ. There's some there's some maneuvers that can definitely be made, but it's, it's just yet to be seen only because... In past situations, Rawls definitely dropped the ball. Now, if you want to put into comparison, they definitely have made moves that can now rival and challenge their opponents at AEW. But it's about how they play this shit out. Because if they don't play it out properly, it's, it's all for nothing. And I'm just for the sake of competitive competition I'm hoping that they're using whatever they need to do in order to make this shit entertaining because I don't know if it could be a win financially yeah but when it comes down to like the aspect of it like the the purity of the sport the reason like the real fans watch it can they gain any traction back? Forget taking the lead. Can they get any traction back? Because AEW has took off like a bat out of hell on their ass, man. And Vince can act like he's not. I'm sorry. He who shall not be named can act like it's not a problem. But uh, everyone knows it's an issue. Maybe it wasn't. 10 months ago but you gotta see it now 
Like you can't deny that. So all we can do now, like in any other situation when it comes to the WWE, is sit back and wait. See what takes place. Now, that brings us to the end of this episode. I want to thank y'all for staying locked in. I appreciate you. Um, let me go ahead and drop the socials. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat more than anything. Uh, I believe I'm Rondo23. That's R-O-N-D-O-U-G-H number two, number three, I think. I always get that part confused. It's Hard Body Ronnie. Uh, if you can't find me on there, I'm on TikTok at Rondo number one. It's, I, I said that wrong. At Rondo one, the number. You know what I'm saying? So it's just R-O-N-D-O-U-G-H one. That's on TikTok. And then I'm on Instagram, uh, Parnell Shuttlesworth. We got that going too. Um, want to thank you. Y'all, and ask y'all again, like and subscribe, share with your people if you into wrestling. We also got other aspects of the channel popping off. We about to start talking about more um, common issues. Nothing too heavy. I got some shit in the works. Might uh, have a female that we'll be able to bring to the treehouse to get a lady's perspective on situations. Uh everything's falling in place as i like to say everything's coming up millhouse baby that's a simpsons reference all right y'all oh oh shit i almost forgot the uh the crazy question i don't really have anything particularly on deck let me see if i can think of something kind of quick um oh I don't like okay there you go and most people gonna feel me on this y'all know motherfuckers just take the whole bar of soap and put it on their body like no no wash rag no no sponge no loofah like it's motherfuckers I'm not going to say any race but it's motherfuckers out here that take the whole bar of soap Rub that shit all over their body. I'm talking about head and face, under their arms, everything. And then they put it back. And I just think that shit is gross. Uncalled for. Deplorable. And disgusting. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't like it. It's not cool. That soap is for everybody. God damn it. What's wrong with you? And why is that a thing? They have wash rags and loofahs for a reason. Face towels can be used for more than just your face. I thought I thought loofahs was for y'all anyway. Like I didn't know what a loofah was until I was like 13. I can't live my life without my radio. I mean, my body sponge. I body sponge it. Boy, I don't even feel clean unless I have a body sponge now. Anyway, that's it for this episode, y'all. Appreciate the love. Thanks for the follows. Share this shit. Tell your people. For Andy Man and PJ, 
it's me, Rondo, signing off. Catch y'all on the other side.